but not for dragon duties, if you will. <laughs> dragon duty. Hey everyone, welcome to Barside Chats. I'm Brian the Gleeman. And I'm Matt the Innkeeper. And this is a Wheel of Time podcast from the Dusty Wheel. This episode contains spoilers up to the very last book. If you have not finished this series, maybe skip this one. Otherwise, enjoy. It's been a minute since we've gotten together on Barside Chats to pick the brains of some hardcore fan freaks, but rest assured, we're back. Today, Matt and I are joined by two of our very good friends, Todd and Mary. You may know them from the Dusty Wheels series on the TV show Adaptations, but Matt and I know them from all the way back to Theoryland times, where we discuss the series over and over and over and over again. Yet somehow, <laughs> yet somehow we still remain friends. Todd, Mary, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great. And it kind of leads into what we're talking about today, I think. Yeah, it really does. Then speaking of, today our topic is a fun one. Why would anyone want to be a hero of the horn? What is the upside of being born again and again and again to do heroic things and probably die a horrible, violent death? Imagine being Brigitte and being stuck with the same God O'Kane dude for thousands of years. Does that sound like fun to you? Let's talk about it. Let's dig into this. So, Todd, I think you had some ideas you wanted to start us off with. So why don't we start with you? Well, the first thing we have to establish is, is this immortality? That's my my biggest, do we consider this to be immortality because they're in Teleriniad? Or is this something else? Eternal living? So we know, yeah, yeah. So you're going the canon route, which is good. So we know that when you do return, it's like an afterlife, if you will, for Heroes of the Horn to be in basically, let's say, in Teleronriad. And they do uh, remember their many lives they've lived. So it is somewhat, yeah, you, you, you would call this, I mean, all the souls are technically immortal in that way, but, uh, and we're just not clear exactly all the differences between a hero's afterlife and a normal soul's afterlife. But it, it does seem like they get to kind of like they have a little perk. Some perks, right, exactly. Like. And that's why I'm because, in my opinion, immortality sucks. But if what they're doing is when they're born, they have a life and they live this life and then they don't really know anything about it until their life is over, I guess. And then they go back into Tillerinriad maybe that's a little bit easier on somebody. I don't know. Dying a thousand deaths might be hard too. I just, that's, that's a tough one for me. I mean, I think, I think that the, the heroes are essentially living, aren't they essentially living the same life over and over, a very similar life over and over again. So in, in a sense, it, it is a mortality versus somebody like us. If we were not heroes, and we get reborn, it's not the same life necessarily because we don't have those milestones that we need to hit like heroes do. Right. Well, yeah, but you bring up a good point, which is, you know, whether or not you're here of the horn, that, that kind of goes to a great question of the wheel, but do you want to be called out in a special, you know, uh, does it suck to be kind of like a special soul that the wheel basically depends upon to balance it's you know to balance the wheel if you will you know do you do you want to be that person i would say no 
<laughs> I would say I wouldn't want to be a hero of the horn because uh, from all intents and purposes, it sounds like you have more freedom and agency if you're not tied so directly to a mechanism of the horn, you know? So yeah, you might live one life and you might just be some random dude and the next life you could be a king and the next life you could be whatever. Uh, that's a, that's be the course of a normal soul in the course of the hero. You, you are used for a very specific purpose. And so I, I don't know. The, the agency side for me kind of wins me out of just immediately. My initial reaction is like, no, but thanks. you don't know you're a hero while you're alive. Like you're just a normal person doing heroic things. And then you find out after you die, like, Oh, right. I was a hero the whole time. Yeah. So it's not, so it's not okay, like, it's not true. like you're born and like at three days old, you're like, huh, there's a lot of pressure on me right now. <laughs> I, I need to, you know, I need to grow up and like, you know, kick some butt. Like that's not, that's not what happens. It's all a, do you think you realize at some point that you're special? I mean, I think they always have to realize they're special. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't everybody? Yeah. yeah. When did you realize you were special? Short uh, by special. <laughs> when I grew my beard. That's when yeah, I realized there you go. it. That's, that's when I got special. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think, yeah. I mean, everybody is, uh, uh, at some point they realize they're special, right? Because you are the best archer in the world or, you're the king of the entire continent, right? Like the, there's, uh, I can't think of any of the other heroes besides Brigitte and uh, Arthur Hawkwing, but there there are enough, at some point you are the best at something. You are heroic at something. You are like, everybody knows they're special. Perrin knows he's special by the time that, you know, he's, he uh, takes charge of the army to rescue Bail. Like he's a wolf brother and he's leading an army and he's like 18 years old and like, that's you know you're special at that point matt knows he's special so you've got to, you know people figure out they're special i think the question is do they know that they're heroes and does that put them any pressure on them uh in, in a way like is it is it a lot of pressure to be special or is it a lot of pressure to know that potentially you're a hero of the horn well it's probably a uh you know that that's that's a good question and is it I have to do this because I'm a hero or I have to do this because people are counting on me or some, something bad will happen if I don't do it. The wheel of time world actually has a mechanism for that. And with, with the heroes that are there, they're, I like the concept that they are correction, correcting mechanisms when, when the pattern of the, uh, the age is starting to drift. Uh, the heroes show up to, uh, to, to fix them. Either they're, they're born into a destiny or they're called by the horn. And calling being called by the horn is like, you know, that's the ultimate big bad because when they show up, they're not technically alive and they come with all of their knowledge and all of their experience and all of their wisdom. And even though there's only, you know, maybe a couple dozen of them, they, they go to town and get stuff done. I can't remember who said it, but they said if something happens to them after the horn is blown, then they have to go back to Telerinriad to heal or to fix themselves how I, I can't remember exactly how it was said um so i guess there is the potential to take damage and maybe even could you be removed as a hero if you if something like that happened that's a good question todd and that speaks back to what matt said about agency is like because every time they're born again uh they have no knowledge of their past they could you know be a entirely screwed up person they could make bad choices they could be an anti-hero uh does that mean that you know they get kicked out of the the cool kids club or does that mean they get put in time out they isn't don't there get... something that says that you can you don't 
just because you're a hero doesn't mean you're always a hero. Like at some point you could be, you could lose your hero status. Doesn't that happen? Doesn't that like Hawkwing or somebody mentioned it, Brigitte, Brigitte mentions it? When you say lose your status, do you mean could you be born and not be a hero in that lifetime? Is that what you mean? Or do you mean like actual heroes that stop being heroes of the horn? They're no longer bound. We know that regular souls can be promoted to hero status, right? Given an infinite turning of the wheel, you would expect an infinite number of heroes if that was the case. So if there was no way to, to lose your hero status. So there's, there is the potential somewhere for a hero to do to have enough, be, be reborn enough times and not do the heroic things to lose their hero status. They're no longer a legend or a myth in the turning of the wheel and they lose their hero status. If you can be demoted from hero status, maybe I'm more attracted to this idea of why. Because why would you want to be a hero? Well, first of all, it sounds like a pretty cool club. Right. <laughs> so, Exclusive. So like when Brigitte, yeah, like they get, they're like, hey, I mean, it seems like they have a pretty interesting, you know, uh, life in Teleron Riyadh where they're all kind of waiting for the wheel to use them again. Uh, and there is something that stands out about them. So I guess if if you were a hero that was always, you know, a king uh, of some sort, uh, if you were a hero that was always like a really amazing archer, sure. Like, I guess it comes down to what is my hero capabilities? What are they? <laughs> and what are my typical You're life? You're really you know? good at doing the laundry. Yeah. So like, yeah, like what is my arc in all the ages as a hero? You know, because uh, Rand's the the soul of the dragon kind of sucks. You know, like right. yeah. I wouldn't want to be right. Rand in any sense of the word. And we know that um, we know that soul is uh, a hero of the horn. Now he's a champion of light too. But uh, you know, when it comes to Brigitta, sure, why wouldn't you want to be? Well, Brigitte? because you're probably you know, going like, to die a horrible death, a violent death at some point, and. Your boyfriend for eternity is really ugly. So, <laughs> I mean, let me, let me, so you develop that kink, you know? That, so that I've, becomes I your found thing. this, and it says during the last battle, it's revealed that heroes of the horn are not invincible and that battle damage could force them back into the world of dreams to heal. Hint of the striker tells Matt the shadow knows how to incapac- incapacitate us, bind us hand and foot, and we can do nothing to aid in the battle. And it doesn't matter if one is immortal when one cannot move. So it sounds to me like they see themselves as immortal in a sense, in in a soul sense, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So they may physically die, but then they would just get spun out again or they would get called again. Or it's like, you know, endless lives in a video game. You just go back, Mm -hmm. you know, get back in there, champ, get, get to it. Um, but we also know that souls can be mm-hmm. killed when they're still souls. Spoilers, obviously, because that's what happened to Hopper. Yeah, but that's not even that question of like what exactly happened to Hopper. I feel like Brandon, they all they kind of equivocated on that one of like, we don't exactly know what that even means, but it does seem like it's the end of the soul. Um, so, but yeah, what you're bringing up, Mary, is this. Does a hero of the horn make you more susceptible to being destroyed in Teleron Riyadh? In other words, you you live in interesting times. Every time you spun out, it's going to be interesting times. It's you, you don't have these 
yeah, in, in the in probably the, the bad sense of interesting times. But then again, you're never bored. You know, you're never just some schmuck farmer or, or sheep herder or or whatever, just you know, just existing. Not that there's anything wrong with any of those <laughs> I was lives. Say, you just but... offended a whole group of people that are gonna be pissed off. I did, they... <laughs> I'm sure. Not me, because I'm special. I'm sure so I did, but I'm not offended. <laughs> He's learned. There it. you go. There you go. It it it's it's kind of a, you know, I, I, I would love to be a hermit in the woods. Uh, I, I see absolutely nothing wrong with that right now at this point in my life. But, uh, you know, if I were, when I first read this, this series, I was, you know, I was a dumb teenager. Everybody's allowed to be a dumb teenager. And the Heroes of the Horn sounded like a great deal. It's like, you know, every time I get born, I'm going to do something that's going to help be helpful. That's going to save the day. That's going to make lives better. And, and then, then I die, and then I get to chillax in Teleron Riyadh and just kind of watch watch over people if I want to, or I can just hang out with the buds, you know, like in a Valhalla type of thing, and just trade stories and and until we're needed again. And then, okay, it's my turn. Go in, you know, do good stuff, and then die, and then come back and do it over and over again. It's like it's like reverse Groundhog Day. Every day, every time you're born, it's great. You get to go do something cool. You get to do something helpful and then until you die. And then when you do die, you just, hey, I've got more stories to tell you guys. Guess what I but did? You're still, but you're still the same th- – you're still the same th- – like you're still the same thing. Robert Jordan said about Brigitte, he was asked if she was born in an age like today, would she still be an archer or would she be like Annie Oakley type of person, a great sniper? He said – RJ said she would always be an archer. There's like no yeah. diversity in anything. She's like always a freaking archer. You'd think after like an, an eternity of being an archer, you'd just be like, okay, come well, on. You, she could be an archer, but she could also be really good at other weapons. I mean, you're always a soldier. Yes, I can see that getting old, always going to war, always fighting forever. But that, what are the, all the other souls doing? You know, when they get reborn, yeah, they, they just get to be soldiers again and again and again, but then they don't get to be special. Yeah, but they just like, maybe they get to make software and read books and make websites and do podcasts. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> like they get to do, instead of like, they're born in like the computer age and then you're like, hey, where's your friend Birgitta? And she's like, she's just over at the <laughs> archery range. She's an Olympian. <laughs> she's an Olympian. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she, she used to hang out at Renaissance <laughs> fairs. She's an Olympian. I love she's it. Co- yeah, she's yeah. cosplaying again yeah. this week. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, I think that that I could do stupid human tricks. That's the part that would bother me. The way that Jordan set it up, if if it's always like you said, like Guido Kane's always the ugly dude, but he always ends up with Brigitte. Like it's such a funny like that he put these things together. Like Rand is always going to be the champion of the light. Oh, sorry, the the soul is always the champion of the light. Which means it has to do a ton of dirty work, like just live through all sorts of crap that the wheel pulls on him just to seal up the dark one again. While literally millions of other souls just kind of get to like go to work and have a yeah. life. <laughs> so I don't know, like the, 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 the lacking. Maybe Ishmael is the tired hero's soul. He's like, you know what? I've been doing this for so damn long. I am tired of it. Screw this. I want yeah. to break well, there you go. all of existence. Why would anyone so want to be a hero of the horn? I think at first it sounds like glory and, you know, kind of you're, you're, you get to be part of some of the big events in life. But in reality, it sounds like it's in perpetuity and that would suck. Yeah. So the glory sounds tempting, but the lack of 
variety. Variety just sounds. Well, you yeah, don't you know. Don't know. You, you have no variety. You spend your entire dead. life just doing what you think is right. Like nope. Joan of Arc, no, and you lead you an army, and you get burned at the stake, and now you're a hero. And then the next time you're reborn, you you lead an army, and you get but burned you know, at the stake, and, and the, you don't know. You don't know that this is the second time this has happened until you're dead. And then when you're dead. Don't you have like PTSD from being killed? Like right, that's that's times? what I was gonna because Matt Matt talks about <laughs> living through you know and these memories of dying all the time and I and I'm like, do I really want to be remembering that for eternity? Yeah, that- yeah. Think of all the traumatization that's going on with we just talked about this on the show. So like here we are, like heroes have to be the most traumatized or have some of the most traumatized experiences, and. And like she's talking about, Brigitte is like, she she can think back through all of her lives, right? Uh, you know, I don't know the the. That's why Ashamael probably is how he is. So I, yes, you don't remember it in your life, but why would anyone want to be a hero? I guess maybe Brian, the question needs to be framed this way: Why why would anyone want to be a hero? when they found out they were a hero (laughs) versus why would anyone want to be a hero if they, you know, uh, before they became a hero? Because I, I think the idea sounds exciting. I think in practice, when you're up in Teleron Riyadh, it sounds good. When you're fit, when you're 15 years old and you're watching Highlander and you're like, man, that would be so awesome to be immortal, you know, and just live forever. And then when you get older, you're like, fuck that, man. I don't, that doesn't sound all that great, you know. People trying to kill me all the time, and eh. do you think there's anybody who becomes a hero of the horn, and then when they meet up with other heroes and they're pilled, hey, welcome to the club, they go, shit, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to be a hero. Like, is there, there an opt out policy here? I don't think there's no opt out. What do they call, doesn't What do they call it on a roller coaster <laughs> when you get scared and can't ride it? The little, the little chicken walk or whatever, you know, if they have a have a chicken walk, walk of shame. <laughs> walk yeah. shame. Yeah. The chicken there's walk. no, there's no opting out. So <laughs> I love it. I, I don't, because somebody else is going to opt in, you know? Yeah. Right. I, maybe. Yeah. And you, do you want I'm that schmuck doing schmuck it? it? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's put it this way. How would you like, you know, you're, you're in the Taliban Riyadh, you're minding your own business. You're, you know, uh, uh, working on your archery skills or, or whatever. And you're minding your own business. And that was not a euphemism, Mary. I don't know what she thought that was, but. Um, no. no, it's just yeah. archery. We're, we're just kind of hung um, up on archery. But you're, uh, you're, you're minding your own business and telling everyone Riyadh and some dude blows a horn and now you got to stop and go fight in a battle that you didn't ask for. Like, are you okay with that? Or you think that's cool? You think that's a great break in the Teleron Riyadh monotony? Time works differently. Maybe you've only been, you know, in Teleron Riyadh for five minutes subjectively. Uh, it, it's like being a firefighter. You 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 are preparing for when you're needed to be put into a life and death situation to help people out. Um, you, you know, you see all sorts of the worst crap uh, that humanity has to throw at you. But uh, but you still you you when everybody's running away, you're the one running in and. Some people are are totally down for that. Some people are like, nope. There are other people who can do that. I am fine with. People want to be firefighters, so I mean, I think that analogy works, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, are they crazy people? I don't know. Any firefighters <laughs> listening to this, let us know why you want to be a firefighter. Maybe we'll know why people want to be heroes of the horn. This idea of being a non-hero of the horn soul, 
I think we have no reason to believe they can't remember their previous lives. So now I'm kind of moving back <laughs> the other side, which is imagine all you lived for like 99,000 lives was the life of, life of some servant somewhere or something. And you were just like, you lived like the worst lives, lives ever. And then you see like this group and like every once in a while they get called by this horn and they get to go run around and like, like beat on dark forces and whatever and have fun and they get to do cool stuff. And so I think I may be leaning the other way now, which is if I was going to remember all of my previous lives and it could be really diverse, but in an in infinite number of lives, it's likely a lot of boring lives. Versus it might not be that diverse of a, what I get to do, but it's going to be really interesting each time I do it. I guess I, I'm leaning towards yes, I would want to be a hero of the horn because at the very least, even though it wouldn't be that interesting maybe over time, at least I would get to do something cool versus <laughs> never doing anything cool ever. ever. Uh, so, yeah. I guess I'm, I'm being so you're okay with being forced to do something cool with each and every one of your lives versus having the the uh, the ability the agency to be to be a boring schmuck but, minding their but own the business. infinity of that boredom right like it's never yes. ending well, no it's it's, like, it's, it's only it's, it's it doesn't end until you're reborn and then when you're reborn you forget all of it again and then you go through your normal life and you know like. Uh, in the in the framework of this conversation, we're just describing all four of our lives as boring, and I don't think any of us would describe our lives as boring. So no. if if we're no. fine with what with the way our lives are, and then we get to the end and we get to live a life like this again, I think we'd all pretty much be okay with that. So you know, I don't. The only boring part is, and I think I take issue with that even boring is the part when you're waiting to be reborn the next time, assuming that you even have a recollection of that at all, because we have no evidence of that. We know that the heroes are in Teleron Riyadh, but we don't know what other non-hero souls are. So exactly. And that's kind of because you're not necessarily going to live a boring life. I mean, land land's not a hero of the horn. Uh low gain, right? You know, the, right. people that's like that, that they are living crazy cool lives, you know. That doesn't necessarily, you know, just because you're not a hero of the horn doesn't mean you're you're going to live a a, a boring you life. Can't be right? a hero. Sure, no, that's that's right. true. That's and that's and you bring up a good point, Brian, which is maybe it wouldn't be. Maybe it's like, yeah, I would take this life over and over again if I knew I was going to live again. Yeah, like bring it on, you know, <laughs> you know, and it's uh, versus like, oh, wait, I'm going to live again and I have to do the same thing basically and be the same kind of person every single time and i have no agency it's okay so now i'm leaning back the other see way. that and that's what <laughs> i guess it because like uh who who was it was it jane Farstrider? did yep. he become a hero so yep. does he have to live that same shitty life in order to be you know i mean yeah no i can't say he lived a he lived a good he life. He wrote the best-selling he, book of the Third Age. I don't know what you call that a shitty life. He he, he took a beating. <laughs> right? Imagine the beating he took his whole life. You know, do you really do you want to do that over yeah. and over again? No, but I think I think when you get when you get raised to hero status, your arc changes. It's not like you don't relive the same life that you had before that got you to that hero status. So I would imagine his arc as a hero 
much different than the seven ages that this soul was living. Well, I would point out, I would point out that your life, you're not reliving the same life. You're hitting the major points, right? Like you're, you do have autonomy. There is some, uh, you do have the ability to control your own destiny to a, to an extent. Um, you, you don't have to be a farmer. You could be the baker of the town and like, that's not going to affect the overall pattern in a, in a tremendous way. Um, and the heroes like Brigitte, uh, she may be an archer, uh, and like the main thing is that she's an archer and she's the best archer, but everything else could be totally different. She could be a princess or she could be a farmer or she could be, you know, uh, a soldier in the world. She could, she could work she, at the daily, yeah. at the daily planet. She could be the downtown drunk. She could be the uh, yeah. blacksmith. She could, she could be the lazy be the bum on the street. It just actually ha- happens to be good at a, with a bow. Like the, the details of the like don't matter. It's just the major milestones that hit. So. Jane Farshider, for example, all he has to do is go on a bunch of adventures. It doesn't have to be the same adventures he had before. He doesn't have to go through all that pain and suffering as long as he explores the world and documents it and shares it with everybody else. That's like the big, the big thing. Same thing with like, like Perrin, for example, Wolf Brother, uh, maybe, maybe even the Wolf Brother part's negotiable, but like got a hammer and an ax. He chooses between them. He leads an army and he wins a war. Like that's, that's Perrin as, as a hero, right? And you can, you, you don't necessarily, the Wolf Brother thing could, may or may not be true. Maybe he's born in an age where there aren't any Wolf Brothers. Um, maybe he's not a Wolf Brother, but he still has to choose between the hammer and the axe. And that's a that's a thing for Perrin. Um, and so I think, it, I don't want us to get hung up on the fact that like, you know, they live the same life because they don't live the same life. They just hit the same milestones over and over. They hit the same gotcha. that makes uh, sense. themes, yeah. right? Because they're just legends. There's yeah, a thousand different legends in the real world of Merlin, for example, um, or like Beowulf or Odysseus or, you know, Joan of Arc or whatever. If you think of any like legend, legendary person in our history, there's a dozen stories. Some of them may be true. Some of them may be made up. But you could imagine that in different turnings of the wheel, they're doing slightly different things. Uh, as long as they still hit the major milestone, like Joan of Arc gets burned at the stake, right? Beowulf slays Grendel, uh, you know, like Odysseus, you know, the Trojan War, whatever. And like all the little details in the day-to-day stuff could be completely different as long as they're hitting the main goal. So if, I, if I'm a hero of the horn, my, I'm not locked into uh, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight storyline where I have to I have to have that play out that same story you know every every time i'm reborn that's not that's not how it happens the same thing for non-hero souls you you you're not stuck you're not doomed to being a farmer for eternity like you could be the baker you could be the blacksmith you could be something else the thing is you will probably not be a king go from a farmer to a king that's too big of a change and that would affect the pattern way too much so anyway yeah but does that make you does that make you want to be a hero then did your whole explanation there make Well, that's the question. Do you want, like, given everything yeah. we've discussed, do you want to be a hero or not? I guess there's something interesting about having certain character arcs that maybe the wheel is using your soul for every age. You know, it could be that the soul of Jane Farstrider was that character arc each turning, maybe with little differences around this age and around this time in this age. And all of a sudden you got upgraded. And now your character arc changes. So I could see somebody, you know, uh, seeing, uh, you know, why would anyone want to be a hero of the horn? Because it's an upgrade, right? Um, If you're already being used by the wheel, you're already being woven, you don't have control to leave the wheel, really. 
even the souls that have tried through the dark one, that hasn't been very successful. So if you have to be in a system that is weaving you into reality, then why not be one of the souls that's practically immortal anyway that gets to be part of maintaining that system? So uh, maintaining the balance of that system. So I guess that's why what you would want to be. I like that description, but it still just doesn't appeal to me, I guess. You know, I, I can see how it would be appealing, but doesn't appeal to me. Todd doesn't want to be a hero. I it, I love the fact that if this were Wheel of Time, that I love the idea it, yes. that you have a choice. Because <laughs> <laughs> you probably don't. In the Wheel of Time. <laughs> exactly. Why? Uh, maybe that the counter of that. Why would anyone not want to be a hero? Then Todd, you seem like you don't want to be. Why would anyone not want to be a hero? I I guess because I would feel locked into a certain a certain way, you know, I, 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 and maybe I'm locked into a certain way of things happening anyways, but I don't feel like I am. Um, and having a hard time explaining it just, it, it seems to me like the monotony would be, would get old. The, the living life over and over and over again, and having to be the one who, lives up to that status over and over again well we kind of saw that with Brigitte. she was like everybody was assuming that she would be able to lead great armies she's like no i'm not a leader i'm a soldier i'm a follower i'm an yeah. archer that's and, all well, i am you are but then you have somebody like lan who lives his life basically the way he wants to do it you know he he didn't have to become a warder he didn't have to do any of that he did it because he wanted to and it almost feels like if you were a hero of the horn, that wouldn't be possible. You know, so what, be, what you're saying is a non-hero uh, could choose to do heroic things where right. a hero of the horn kind of has to do those heroic things. Has to do those things. Like, And yes, maybe you make a choice to become a warder, but you're still going to go, you're still on that hero trajectory. Yeah, really? that begs the question of why would anyone want to be a warder? And if you have that question, you should check out our other episode from a couple of weeks back called <laughs> Why Would Anyone Want to Be a Warder? And then uh, and then come back and finish the rest of this that episode. Was <laughs> that was smooth. That was smooth. You really like smooth. that? Yeah, that was great. Uh, so, that I mean, was... one of the reasons that I think I might potentially hate being a hero is not the the life part, but the Teleron Riyadh part. Could you imagine having lived been a hero for millennia ages and ages and ages like hundreds of lives you know you've been around the block a time or two you know what's a smart move and what's not a smart move and you're sitting there and tell around me out you're watching the world go by and you're watching people make boneheaded moves like elida you know you know usurping the Umberland seat and you know you're sitting there like oh my god what are they doing if they just did this other thing you know whatever or Potentially, you're sitting there like, yeah, make a bad decision, then I'll get reborn faster so that I can go back and do something for real. You know, I don't know. <laughs> so I, I want to throw a little wrinkle into our discussion here. I was looking for the answer to this question and I, because I, I believed it was there and I can't find the thing that Brandon's quoting here. But supposedly, Brandon did say 
that heroes sometimes even live normal lives and don't do anything extraordinary. Now, that kind of fits. I mean, Jordan mentioned that about, like, the dragon soul, that the dragon soul could be born into a non-dragon incarnation. In other words, the dragon soul could be used by the wheel and just thrown into the pattern, but not for dragon duties, if you will. <laughs> and dragon I duty. thought that that... <laughs> I thought that was extrapolated that heroes also had this experience that they could be born into the pattern and not necessarily for hero duties. But I don't know that that's totally – I haven't been able to find that exact reference by Jordan uh, making that same case for the souls. It of seems like I remember – I don't – it might have been Jordan. I, I'll have to see if I can find it. But they said – the dragon can be reborn any kind of way. The dragon reborn is always the dragon reborn. When his soul, when his soul is reborn, it's always the dragon reborn. So no, so Jordan said that 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 it can be in non-dragon incarnations, I believe. But that soul is always the dragon, as in there's no other dragon reborn soul. That is always the soul that same soul, but it can be born in without the purpose of dragon. Uh, right. Rans. So it could be reborn sometime between Luster and Telemann's death and Rand's uh, birth, uh, but it wouldn't necessarily be the dragon reborn. It's just the dragon's soul in a normal person. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. You get, it's like you get vacation. So he gets a life off. <laughs> <laughs> so it, he, so this is what Jordan's answer was. The soul is one of the heroes, talking about the dragon's soul, and bound to the wheel, spun out as the pattern wills. It is born in other ages, but in a non-dragon incarnation to suit the pattern of that age. So uh, does that mean that it actually is getting time off, or is it just not doing the dragon champion of light duties, but it is doing hero duties? Because it kind of plays both sides. So that's, it's totally, that's not totally clear. But I thought for sure I saw found some quote or had seen some quote where there were non they lived multiple lives and they weren't always in the service of like the end of the world necessarily. Like Brigitte was born at some point and maybe it wasn't to necessarily fix some huge thing. But heroes are used as mechanisms to uh, you know to fix things basically for the wheel. So it, I don't know. I, I wish we knew the answer to that question. It would. If if you knew that you could also every once in a while get a get a life off, could you imagine hero, being the dragon's know? soul and then like not actually being cool? <laughs> like you're just a farmer kid or something, and you've got the dragon soul and you don't even know it, and like you die and you go, man, I had the dragon soul the whole time. I could have like done something cool in my life, but I stayed on a farm with sheep. Well, if you are the dragon soul, and when you when you die and you go to to tell around Riyadh, it's like, hey, hey guys, I got a I got a life off. You know, I could I was just chilling with some sheep and uh, chilling with, with some friends. sheep. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> well <laughs> you know, it that it, it could be fun. We need it to make could, a t-shirt yeah, that says chilling with just sheep. Chilling with some sheep. Yeah. I, I I know exactly who to give it to too. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so i guess back to the original question Wh would you want to be a hero of the horn how would everybody answer every everything we've talked about would you be a hero of the horn brian uh i oh, would man. totally be a hero of the horn yeah i mean 
the the I'll tell you why. So uh, you get you you're, you're heroic, which everybody I think wants to be. You're special. You're heroic. You're pretty much guaranteed. It's like kind of, I think it's kind of hard to screw up life as a hero of the horns. Like, and if you're Lan and you uh, you 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 go to water training school and then you ask this like girl out and she laughs in your face and then you just that just cripples your like self confidence for the rest of your life. You could still do heroic things, but like oh my god, that would suck. However. If you are uh, Arthur Hawkwing, you're going to be the king of the world every time. And it's like, I feel like there's a certain level of safety in there. Um, this, this, the opposite safety from what you were talking about earlier, Todd, around like, um, I don't want to be the hero if I don't have to be. But I'm like, but you could be every time without screwing it up. That would be awesome. So be, be heroic. Be everybody knows who I am even long after I'm dead. Um, I have a whole bunch of friends that I see every time I die that I can hang out with for years at a time before we, we get spun back in. I feel like the time in Teleron Riyadh um, is, uh, is, is recovery and rest. And after, after a little while, it starts to get monotonous. Like, okay, just bring me back. Let's do it. Let's go, let's go on another adventure. And so I feel like, um, I don't feel like it would get boring. I feel like it would be exciting for forever. So my answer is yes, I would totally be a hero of the horn. Todd, what do you think? If I get a break, I'm going to, I'm going to have a, my contract's going to have a, a thing in there that says, if I get a break, once you in talk a while, to my attorney, work. make sure that my contract is like ironclad right. before let's I become get it all filled out. And yeah. because I need some PTO, I, it, right. If I get, if I get a lifetime, do I get of, stock options in this deal? <laughs> depends. Um, if I get time to put my feet up and live a life where I don't have to be a hero, then yeah, I think I could do that. If I have to, like you said, Hawkwing, if I have to spin out and I have to be a king and I have to win these battles and I have to do these things, I don't want to do that every time. I want to have, I want to have my time off. All right, Matt. Um, you know, in the end of the day, because all the souls are controlled by the wheel. If you have to be a soul uh, that is in this, you know, perpetual system, I think having a really, really fascinatingly interesting storyline that you get across ages to be able to fix crap when it goes wrong and that you get to talk about it afterwards with a bunch of people that you hopefully over time have come to uh, enjoy being with because you're that you all kind of serve a very similar purpose like a you know like you end up becoming part of the same platoon if you will you know um, so I think yes I think why would anyone with me and why would I I think I would want to because you know if you're stuck have the most interesting you know life or series of lives you can and I think being a hero of the horn gets you the most interesting uh, challenges and experiences so Yes, I would go for it. Mary, last but not least, what do you think? What would you do? I'm totally down. Yeah. Yeah, let's go out and have let's 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 go out and do crimes and have fun and, you know, li live live life to the fullest and then, you know, tell stories and then go and do it again. Uh, I totally get that it would get old after a while. Um, it it almost seems like Hero of the Horn is like 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 what Todd said. It's like the perfect view of the world when you're 19 years old and you're ready to start out and you're ready to make a difference and you're ready to find your way and who you are and you want to have grand adventures and you want to gain notoriety 
part of me is like, yeah, let's do this. And part of me is like, you know, that would, I, I don't know if I want the responsibility, but another part of me is like, I don't know if I trust any other schmuck to do it. Um, so I might as well do it. I'll take one for the team. Um, at, you know, the perks are pretty good. You know, I don't know about the stock options, but the perks seem pretty nice. <laughs> and, um, but you just said, you know, what, you know, the, the whole platoon component of it, you get to hang out with some, a bunch of really cool souls, but you know, what if you don't like one of them? What if you're stuck with them for eternity? That, that could probably get old and might drive you to some Ishmael line, lines of thought, uh, faster than anything else, that, faster than the monotony or the, uh, the, uh, the endless repetition, but, um, but yeah, no, I'd be down for it. Let's go. All right. All right. All four of us. We're going to be uh, the new Avengers. The Watt Avengers or something. I don't know. Watt Avengers. <laughs> so last question before we, we wrap this up. If you were a hero of the horn, what would your what would your, uh, your, your shtick be? Would you be an archer? Would you be like a, a entertainer, a peacemaker, uh, the king? What, what do you think your thing would be? Anybody have any ideas? I like, I like the idea of like solving mysteries. So I want my superhero power, like, they send me in to solve, like, some grand mysteries that help balance out the wheel. That is Batman. You know, so, yeah, I'm, I'm the, yeah, I'm the mystery solver hero. I want to be the traveler, the far strider. A far strider, okay. Yeah, I don't want to be the warrior. That just sounds like way too much work. Yeah. I also don't want to be the diplomat, because that sounds like even more work, <laughs> and, and dealing dealing with a whole bunch of uh, people, but I probably would be the very cranky, very Katsuani type of di- diplomat of, you know, come on, you idiots, let's get the, let's get over ourselves and get going, uh, or I'm going to kick you with my steel toe boots. Uh, that's probably me for 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 eternity. And uh, I don't know, can I can I change my answer if I want to be a hero? Of the <laughs> no, I'm still down. I get cool boots. Yeah, there you go. Um, I would be. Uh... Um, an entertainer of some kind. I'd be like, uh, you know, like Elvis or like, uh, you know, something. I just feel like um, not all heroes are are violent. You know, there's a lot of them are, are people who just have make a huge influence on the world in a, a, a positive way with like music or entertainment or, or comedy or something like that. So um, I'll be like Johnny Carson. That would be like my the hero of the horn. There you um, go. Yeah. James Stop Corden, the best host. No, not James Corden. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that would be my choice. It, it's pretty cool if you look up the heroes of the horn and and look at who they're based on. Mm-hmm. That's it's it's pretty neat to. Uh, I mean, I did that before we before we started the show, just so I would have an idea. And and it's pretty cool to to look through and see how he how Jordan took from a little bit of everything and turned these people mm-hmm. into heroes of the horn. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 adventurer, the traveler, the discoverer, the scientist, the right. diplomat, the entertainer, the gleeman, the builder, uh, the builder, the builder. The, yep. uh, the destructor, the ugly guy. Oh, that's there we go. All right, the ugly guy. See, there's room for everybody. <laughs> room for everybody. All right. Well, let's wrap it up there. Let's leave it there. Um, thank you, Todd and Mary, for joining us today. We had a, a great a great time with you. I appreciate oh, it. Always fun. I always yeah, have awesome. a good time. Awesome. And Matt, always a pleasure. Yeah. I mean, it feels like uh, we agree too much. We should find some people we disagree with next I time. I disagree with you on that. This is perfect. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was awesome. It was awesome. I was always talking with you three. Yep. Always a good time. All right. We're, we're, 
we're missing our one hero. The I know. Horn. She couldn't make it. Natalia. She couldn't make it. That's a shame. We'll have to rag on her about that. Yeah, maybe, oh, she's maybe she was reborn. Oh, that's, that's what it is. That's right. right. Yeah, we're yeah. all here in Teleronria, and she's busy off yeah. uh, having adventures. So we'll have to hear about yeah. that. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to Barside Chats. If you like the show, please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And tell a friend about us. We'll see you next time at the Barside. I don't know. That's all right. I kind of sprained that on you. Uh, that's, yeah, that's tough. Well, the good thing is that Brian gets to edit this out. So it can sound like we all were like really yeah, smart totally. in the moment yeah. we came up with an answer. Um, uh, you know, Except I won't. I'll leave like these long, awkward so pauses. It's like Barside Chats is a Dusty Wheel production, jointly hosted by Brian the Gleeman and Matt the Innkeeper. If you would like to support this podcast, please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, or you may email us at podcast at thedustywheel.com.